1: so the selectors definitely need to take a a look at themselves Um, him and George Bailey the big decisions that they made in the lead up to that tournament they have to live and die by their sword um, with the decisions they made in the lead up to that tournament and then how things panned out in that last game as well so um, they've had a a pretty cruisy ride um, over the last little while because the Australians have been, been playing really nicely but now a T20 World Cup at home and not performing how the group certainly can It'll be certainly the microscope will be on them as as it should be. Shane Watson answering the media questions yesterday in regards to the Australian coaching and selection staff after this failed World Cup. But you know what? Doesn't really matter now. We're down to three. One team is through to the final on Sunday, at the MCG, and that is Pakistan after beating uh, New Zealand, who were disappointing by seven wickets. And the other decider is today in Adelaide. It's India and, of course, England. But at Sunday SEN Cricket commentator, writer for Crick Buzz, and officially the best dressed bloke I know with the beautiful long flowing locks, has joined us. <laughs> On the show, but what about Pakistan, mate? They, they were done,
0: dead and buried. That's the beauty of Pakistan. Only Pakistan can do that. <laughs> uh, you know, they can be completely out of a tournament one day. Five days later, they're on top there in the finals, and, and and that's why I all like you know. Though I covered a lot of Indian cricket in my early years the one team I always wanted. Like, every time I had, a, had an opportunity to cover Pakistan, thinking, I put my hand up and I said, I want to do it. Because you never know what to expect. They keep you on the edge. It's like, look, they, I think, invented these OTT, uh, you know, six-episode binge-worthy shows way before OTT platforms <laughs> were the thing. That's always been Pakistan.
2: Thinking. The bowlers for Pakistan did an, another amazing job last night, as they have done all tournament. But uh, the, uh, the top order, is one and, uh, and Baba, Hasam just got. Uh, we started seeing them a lot better um, last night, and yep. and now they look like they've got the complete package.
0: <laughs> they do, and look. If you just look at their campaign, they should have beaten India, right? I mean, they had everything going for them before the last eight balls of that match. They were well on top. They dominated that game. Again, against Zimbabwe, they did so well, they restricted them to 130-odd, and it was just a classic Pakistan collapse that prevented them from winning that game. And then they just, uh, the bowling's been so good, they just, uh, you know, run roughshod over the Dutch. They beat South Africa, and they beat Bangladesh very easily as well, again, because of the bowling. All they wanted was for their batters to start firing, especially those top two, as you know, they made, what, 70% of the runs in this format for them. (laughs) And the, excuse me. And now that they've started doing that, um, they are they are the, the red hot favorites at the moment. Whatever happens tonight here in Adelaide. Uh, you cannot look past Pakistan as uh, favourites for that title. Ooh, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a big call, but they certainly uh, after they lost here and, um, you know, we were all there, we saw it unfold. They've done a remarkable job to stay in it. Uh, just quickly, you're, tonight you are in Adelaide, of course, for this one tonight. Uh, the dream matchup is India-Pakistan. Do you think England can win this game tonight? Uh, who are you tipping?
0: Um, I really do think England can win just because you just have to look up and down their order. There are match winners everywhere from Butler at the top to Livingston in the middle and um, like, excuse me, I just seem to have swallowed a fly. Uh, classic Adelaide this time of the year. but uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, they have, they have like match winners up and down the order with bat and ball and the bowling's been a revelation. Sam Curran uh, well, uh, he's conceded about one boundary in forty balls in the death. That's just outstanding. That's remarkable. Um, so they have everything going for them, uh, except the fact that there'll be uh, forty-one thousand five hundred Indians screaming their lungs out, and maybe mm-hmm. five hundred England bombing is cheering for them. So if they can somehow withstand that, uh, you know, that feel, that feel of being in a in a cauldron in Adelaide, uh, and just hold your nerve, I think England have every chance. Uh, they need one of their top order to fire. And uh, they just also need uh, to get rid of Surya Yadav, who's just batting like a dream.
2: And I tell you, I've said early on in the show that uh, Indian and Pakistan supporters have shown us how to go to the cricket and uh, and enjoy. And I think, if, <laughs> I think if you're not English, you're barracking for India tonight, aren't you, for the dream match-up final?
0: No, very much so. I mean, uh, you feel for the English. They're like they've been invited to this party but they've been told look you can stay for half an hour and they just get out <laughs> like you know let have the let the real party begin they've been invited they to know, the ceremony they... and not the reception pretty much pretty much yeah I mean just show your face uh, you know just uh, tick the boxes and then like get out And uh, but look you can't you can't uh, you can't take this uh, English team lightly I mean look they were the favourites going into the tournament if you think about it alongside Australia but we all know how that worked out so Yeah, I mean, they have. uh, Hopefully, Mark Wood is fit. Uh, He bowled what eight balls, but not of a full run yesterday. Uh, For the sake of the match and the contest, I hope he's fit. I'll make. uh, you know, the Indians would hope he's not fit. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, India have the momentum, but uh, England have the team to, you know, make it a repeat of the 92 World Cup final, even if no, not many people
1: want that to happen. But, SEN cricket commentator and also Crick Buzz, of course, Crick Buzz writer. Now, you're about to do a podcast online show with Adam Collins, of course. He'll be involved in the commentary tonight in Adelaide. Uh, what's the vibe in Adelaide? Do, uh, is it just the, is it just the uh, Indian and England followers that are following the team around, Bharat, or do you, or is it just the Adelaide-based fans? Well, are we getting um, fans who are travelling with the teams right around Australia so far through the series?
0: Oh, absolutely, Tim. I'm standing bang in the middle of the city right now, and I can see Indian fans everywhere. And you can make out, right? I mean, they dress up in their Indian jerseys even at nine in the morning when they have breakfast, and they'll... Uh, somehow put on the same thing even in the evening when they walk up to the Adelaide Oval. Uh, So, yeah, stay away from them most as far as possible uh, for obvious reasons. But, no, I mean, yeah, they've they've traveled from all over, from the U.S., from Canada. I mean, the other day when Pakistan were playing, there were Canadian flags flying at the Adelaide Oval. I mean, who would have done that? Um, So, no, no, they're everywhere. They've literally taken over the city, and they will take over, uh, you know, Sir Donald Bradman Drive and all around North Adelaide. two, three hours from the game. It'll be quite the atmosphere. And as you know, the Adelaide Oval is built in a way where the sound stays inside so that mm. nobody in the northern suburbs is disturbed. But I think tonight they will be disturbed. I do expect the sound to go far and wide all the way, all around Adelaide. All
1: right. Look, looking forward to it, mate. We've got one team into the final on Sunday. Let's hope weather permits. We do get a massive crowd. And regardless of whether it's England and or India, we know it's going to be an absolute bumper experience. Enjoy this afternoon's clash, mate. Here we'll hear it all on SEN. And you're going to be a part of the commentary team. Thanks for joining us, butter.
0: No, why is it all? I also
1: love coming on your show because I get to listen to Eddie Vedder's voice first thing in the morning. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 Nice work by you, yeah. Barat I wonder if Barat uh, in the commentary will go whackity whack whack.
2: Well, At least let well, us do it. Yeah. whack whack! At yeah. least didn't give us much. Yeah, well, I wonder uh, if he can
1: just throw out in somewhere.
2: Right, if you're still on the line, mate, if you can just somehow insert a wackity whack whack like this. Whackity whack whack! Yeah, that was Goss of... calling the game where he wrote off Pakistan. <laughs> a yeah, bit of quality comment.
1: Thanks, Bada, Bada, and SCN Cricket to a commentator and writer for Crick Buzz of course. Don't forget the run home with Hayes and Mardo live from the Wembley Hotel from two o'clock. Did you notice how we promote their show? Uh, as part of the outside broadcast today, the Wembley will be doing a bar shout with Gage Rose. Mm. So they're going yeah, to they're give early. out large Gage Rose Hazy as for the first 50 mm. people down there from two o'clock. We're going to go to a break. Uh, we talked about Adelaide. Adelaide, there, and then was talking about Adelaide. This was Miles Fitzner doing his show the other day, and this is—he's from Adelaide, but he's been based in Melbourne for about two months. Yes, there was some speculation: he will stay in Melbourne, or will he go back? He's on SEN track; he's one of the star performers. Good man. He must have been feeling incredibly unwell. Have a listen to this outlandish pooperama that came out of his oh mouth no. on SEN track the other day.
2: People that bag Adelaide haven't spent time there. It's that simple cuz the food and wine there's elite elite it's best red wines in the world and that's that's not even that's not even arguable that's that's fact 40 minutes to the barossa 40 minutes to mclaren vale 15 20 minutes to the adelaide hills and then you're you're within an hour you've got access to about 75 of the most pristine beaches you've ever been to in your life <laughs> Christine, <laughs> Christine Beaches. Christine Beaches. Come on, Miles. Grinnell, it's like going
1: to the lake.
0: Yeah.
1: Seriously, mate. You were going so well. And you yeah. know what? You obviously got had, like, you've got family semaphore. in Perth, mate. That'd be embarrassed to walk around. If you're a, if you're a relation of Miles Fitzner, hang your head in shame. Hasn't he heard of Margaret River. Oh, was
2: in the Swan Valley. Swan Valley. Is, is, he, is he kidding himself? Give that a shot. You know what? When you listen to someone, you go, very, okay. Very it, stupid indeed. He puts a good argument there. They've got some fantastic wine regions in South Australia. And you go, okay, okay, okay. And then he says, oh, within a few minutes, you've got 75 of the most pristine beaches that you'll ever see in the world. But well, lost everything. Lost everything, Miles. Pristine, oh. Pristine. Miles. Come on, a little bit further west and I'll we'll give you a Pristine. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Miles Fish. Uh, you see
1: him on the SEN track. He must have been feeling unwell because, uh, oh, he was very, very, very unwell. And he was replaced by Tom Papley yesterday. Paps came off the bench and replaced him on SEN track. One of the great radio performers. Paps. Papley is amazing. Beauty. Funny. Actually. Under
2: 5A. I wow. no, can't trust him.
1: We'll get a break away and come back. We'll come back with a Tom Papley Falk's pace that he had with uh, David Taggart on SEM track (laughs) yesterday.